1: Or wherever you get
2: your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles.
3: Talk. Here we go. Ah, uh. he said he living life as a gringo. Where you question where you fit in every time you mingle. They say you do this with none of that. My rapping is really bad. <laughs> this life as a gringo. Yes. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo. I am Dramos, of course, and man, welcome to the first episode of 2023, which sounds absolutely insane to be saying. Happy New year. Happy holidays. Hopefully, everybody had an incredible new year holiday man I, I feel like I haven't been here in a minute, even though it's only been two weeks but it's um it's nice to start getting back into the routine. I'd be lying if I said I got to rest a ton over the break. I got a little bit of rest in, but I still feel I still feel a little bit of that that fog from from the last year but man, for me, um these last couple of weeks just spending a lot of time with family and i I got to go to Puerto Rico. For a week. So that was beautiful. I, I would definitely say I am creatively uh recharged um, from from the break. I just gotta maybe sneak in a couple naps to, to catch up on, on some of this tiredness that still is lingering around. But man, hopefully y'all are feeling good and, and you're excited. I'm excited to be back. And I'm excited for so many things, but I wanted to to focus on one thing today. And I dropped a, a new podcast and not like a new episode of this show, but an all new podcast. I had been teasing it on this show for, for I feel like, a few weeks. It is officially out. It is a, a daily podcast called The Street Stoic, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But I'm really passionate about this one, man, because it's like two years in the making. And it's an inspirational, you know, like daily podcast, uh, you know, like 15 minutes tops uh, each episode. So it's really quick kind of to help you get your morning started, give you that daily shot of inspiration is what we're calling it. And uh, in it, I combine uh, inspirational kind of hip-hop lyrics and quotes along with the ancient philosophy of stoicism, right? And I have mentioned stoicism a ton on this show. I've referenced people like Ryan Holiday. And and for me, I really want to kind of put my own take on it and and bring something to, to our community and our culture that I feel like, you know, isn't, isn't there and, and isn't available unless you're really looking hard for it or somebody puts you on, you know, so... That's the, the idea with the Street Stoked podcast. And uh, man, I'm really excited. I hope you guys go and, and check it out. Go subscribe, go follow, go rate, help me out. We're we're building this, this new thing from the ground up. Life as a gringo still continuing on as normal. Uh, this is just kind of an extension of myself. And I think something extra for for y'all to, to be able to dive into and hopefully, you know, motivate you and inspire you on a daily basis, you know, and, and something short and quick that you can quickly kind of uh, you know, ingest to, to help you get your day started. So, the Street Stoic podcast. Go check that out anywhere you find podcasts. And with that in mind, I, I kind of wanted to talk a bit about the creation of this podcast and also the the mindset that I had. Right, and and it's a lot of kind of things I've talked about before. But the idea of if you don't see it, create it. Right, because for me, that is what happened with this podcast. And and granted, it's been like an idea two years in the making, but you know for for me, it was one of those things where I always question why don't I see people like myself talking about this stuff? why don't I hear people who sort of speak my language, so to speak culturally um you know talking about this stuff, putting it in in ways that that uh sound comfortable and normal to me and and you get to get to a point where you stop asking the question of why I don't see it and and you become the person who in fact creates it so I wanted to, to kind of just talk a bit about that on on today's show. So we'll we'll kind of talk about how I conceptualize this, a bit of my my inspiration, and then we'll also kind of talk about one of the concepts that I focused on in the first episode of the show, which lends itself to this topic in general. And it's the idea of of focusing on what you can control, right? This is you know one of the the kind of more foundational ideas of of stoicism. You know, a concept that comes up a lot is is essentially staying in your lane, right? So we'll talk a bit about that. We'll do that in our For the People in the Back segment. But I first wanted to kind of just start off with our our Mi Gente segment today and talk a bit about, you know, my, my inspiration for this and the importance of, you know, if you don't see it, create it. So with that in mind, let's get into our Mi Gente segment. Mi Gente. All right. So like, like I said, this this idea, this concept is roughly like two years in the making. And, and that's crazy to kind of say. And let that be a lesson for anybody who is building something, creating something. You know, these things don't happen overnight. Don't feel like you have to be in a rush to to get your ideas out there. And that if you don't get it out there immediately, there's no point in doing it. Like, you know, there's a lot of ideas and a lot of projects that I've been stewing on for a while that are just, you know, coming to fruition or or aren't even really at the starting line yet. But I've been sitting on them for a minute and and just sort of, you know, uh building an, an, until it it seems like I have enough momentum or I have the idea kind of um not perfected, but at least, you know, well rounded enough that I can show it to others or or conceptualize it or uh bring like a rough idea of it to life, you know? And that's kind of what happened with this podcast with the Streets Dog. You know, I was conceptualizing this, and I can remember, you know, I was uh, in the car with my girlfriend and I just kind of told her this concept and she absolutely loved it. And and, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm going to pitch it to Michael Tura, who I already have my, my podcast deal with with iHeart and hopefully they'll they'll like it. And, and and I did that and they did. They loved it. And I think the the general concept of what I'm getting at here with with this this podcast and why I kind of wanted to do a bit of a deeper dive on the show today was because. For me, I've always been super into the the self-help stuff, right? Like that's always been my bread and butter. Even before I was creating content like that, I personally was was ingesting it all the time. And and ironically, I I thought that it happened when I started getting into like radio and and people like Gary V. But I realized that I had always been into it, even when I was younger in my, my late teens, I had recently gone back to my parents' house and I was like digging for um, an old laptop of mine and and I ended up finding uh, my parents are hoarders by the way. So uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't find it in, in my basement, but I did find like a bag full of old notebooks and, and old books that I had been reading. And, and I realized like, man, you've been on this self-help shit for, for a long time. Like I said, probably since I was like 19 years old, you know? And, um and it, it's been obviously incredibly impactful for me in my life. And it's been kind of the foundation, you know, of of keeping me going in in an incredibly tough industry. But I think for me, there was always this void where I would be listening or reading. And sometimes on certain topics, you know, I would feel like the person that is speaking to me just didn't quite understand my circumstances, or even just at the very simple, you know, uh, in, in the simplest way, didn't speak my language, you know. And I think for me, I always kind of kept that in the back of my mind that I was always super into people like Tony Robbins, you know, who's like the biggest name in in motivational self-help stuff, you know. Um, and I, I always enjoyed his content. And somebody like Lewis Howes was a was a podcast that I got into for a while, the School of Greatness. But specifically, when when talking about that person, Lewis Howes, and and his podcast was hugely influential to me for a long time. It was something I listened to on a regular basis. But I can remember specifically over the pandemic and then all that was happening around the murder of George Floyd, it became very clear to me that these people didn't know how to navigate the topic of conversation around race or ethnicity, right? And it became very obvious this is what was missing for me in the conversations that they were having. You know, They couldn't necessarily relate to my point of view, my life story, or or people like myself, right? Um, People from my community and the things that they go through, you know, and and many times they are speaking from a place of of privilege and a a privilege that I don't have. Right. And a privilege that the people, many of whom listen to this podcast uh, don't have. And I'm sure a large sector of people who like self-help who are of people of color, you know, live with with, you know, this disadvantage based upon, you know, their ethnicity um, that these these guys who who do self-help or these women regardless of their own circumstances, you know, um, most of them are white and had a privilege that we didn't have. And and that's not to say that they're not qualified in what they do, or that the content they put out there can't be powerful for you. But like I said, for me, there was always something missing. And I think life as a gringo has been an amazing sort of introduction into that uh, for me and to try to bring that to to my community and do it in a fun way and do it in a way where we still talk about what's going on in the world. And we, we are on this journey of growing together and i always say life as a gringo is a bit of like a a sort of diary for me so to speak where uh, i don't plan too much of like the episodes in advance i i kind of like sit down when it's time to record and and stew on you know what's going on in my life what sort of thoughts am i trying to work through and and recognizing that we're all universally trying to work through things and if i'm going through something I'm sure other people are going through the same thing or at least something similar or can relate to it at some point in their life, right? And obviously also trying to unite our our community uh, and and take away some of those, you know, uh, nonsensical stereotypes and and you know whatever things that it means to be Latino, right? All of the above. Life is going to go as like that all-encompassing thing where we touch on a lot of different things. But for me I wanted to dive deeper into this world of self-help because like I said it's been so wildly impactful for me in my life. And I think anybody who has not been been into this world or or not consistently uh you know participated in in finding content that motivates you, or even beyond that, maybe you were like me and you were kind of a, a junkie for self-help, but still felt like something's missing. Like for me. It's important to provide that, and I think you look at any sort of like business. What do entrepreneurs say, or what do they do? They're 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 solving problems essentially, right? And and you know that's what this concept. When I talk about if you don't see it created, is right. Like it's it's the idea that if you're yearning for something, there's probably other people out there yearning for the same thing, right? And we don't know how many people that might be, but you're definitely not going to be alone. And you think about how many weird like niches there are in the world. I'm saying weird. Uh, loosely here, but like there are are literally people out there who like, for example, love My Little Pony, and that is like a cult following, and they have fucking events all over the country and all over the world that people travel to to like hang out with, and they dress up, and they have certain music, and and this, that, and the third, right? And it sounds crazy to me, but like that basically started with somebody saying to themselves, "I'm obsessed with My Little Pony." Like and I don't have a community of people in my probably, you know, neighborhood that are as obsessed with it. Let me create this group and see if I can connect with some other people. And sure and behold, you found others who uh, were obsessed with my little pony. Right. And that's a silly example, but it, I, I think it works for for everything. And And for me, it was like, OK, what is missing from the world? Of of self help and inspiration and and what have I currently been into and what have I found to be the most impactful and Stoicism has been that for me you know when I was on the Breakfast Club I got introduced to Stoicism through Ryan Holiday who's been on the show a couple of times he's an author his book Stillness is the Key was uh was really big and, and and just inspiring and and all of his books are I'm kind of a junkie for his books I have uh, most of them with the exception of the latest one and uh you know I've been reading them and they've they've had a huge impact on my life but what I always ended up doing when I would hear people speak is I would feel like I had to reinterpret what they were saying to make it apply to me or to put it in a language that made sense for me or made me receptive to it. But I realized that not everybody's going to do that. Some people are going to see this white guy in Ryan Holiday who wears you know, Iron Maiden t-shirts who for anybody not following along, Iron Maiden is like a metal band from, uh, I don't know if it's the 70s or 80s, but um, anyway, they, they don't look, he doesn't look like me. Uh, or or probably the majority of the people listening to this podcast. Right. But I always was able to kind of reinterpret the things he was saying and make it apply to my life. And and then I thought to myself, well, there's so much inspiration in my own world and my own community and the things that I grew up around. You know, I watch the documentaries on, you know, musicians and and specifically people in hip hop and, and people like Diddy have always been uh, very inspiring to me, you know, and and more recently, the late great Nipsey Hussle is somebody who has had uh, a wildly profound impact on my life for somebody that I have never actually gotten to sit down with. And I, I thought to myself, you know, I'm being inspired by by people like this. I know others are. Why not, you know, combine the the ancient philosophy that I think is probably the foundation for a lot of the inspirational concepts that we're talking about and and try and bring that to To people and 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 maybe introduce them to something new right because the idea of something like stoicism is that it's existed for for thousands of years right these are, are are people who have existed long before you know this country was even a thing you know um and and their ideas have have lasted you know through the course of time the books that they've written the words that they have written that they've spoken have have lasted you know thousands of years and it's for a reason so there's something profoundly, you know, inspiring about what the the Stoics discussed and the way that they viewed life, and it's again had a profound impact on me. And I wanted to to be able to bring that to a different audience, you know, to our community, our culture, you know, and and uh, and and use it as a means to inspire and motivate further than than my podcast maybe ever could, you know, and uh, and and that's kind of again the the foundation of if you don't see it creative. And I'm talking specifically about this podcast, The Street Stoke. And of course, I want you to listen to it. But I want you to recognize that I'm just merely giving you an example of how I applied this into my own life. Right. And and that it's it's very easy for us to kind of say. And I, I and a lot of people in my life would say things like this. I think my father in general, like if it was that easy or if it was that good of an idea, why wouldn't somebody else think of it? Right. And that's like a losing mentality you know, that's uh, years of of trauma of somebody being told no, essentially. Right. But I feel like it's sadly an uh, idea that many of us have adapted, that we believe that the best ideas already taken, or that if our idea was so good, somebody else would have thought of it already. Right. And and I think that I'm trying to push past that notion. Right. That that the reality is everything started as an idea. Right. Somebody had an idea. They decided to go forth, you know, go forward with it. And it may or may not have panned out for them. Right. But it all started with an idea. There's still, you know, holes in the marketplace, if you will, if you want to look at this from a business perspective, there's still innovations to existing products that could be made. And, and that's, that's sort of what something like this is again, like just because you, what you're looking for or what you feel like you're missing, you can't find it readily. Like that doesn't mean, you know, that, um, it's a stupid idea, or it's a stupid interest, it means actually, you probably should be diving deeper into that, because you're finding a void in the marketplace, essentially, right, to bring it back to, to business, you know, again, like, if you don't see it, create it, you know, even, and even if it's just creating it for yourself, right, doesn't doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to be some creative who's doing this to uh, make a living and to, you know, produce content and this, that and the third, like, just merely for your own happiness. If something that you're looking for doesn't exist, just make it, you know? And and that's kind of what the the story of this this podcast is. You know, life is a gringo started as that, right? And and I, I I didn't feel like I saw anybody in the Latin community speaking directly to me. And now here we are, you know, uh, man, second season in. I'm doing podcasting full time, right? I, I didn't see it, so I created it. Street Stoke is the same exact thing. I didn't feel like the world of self-help was speaking to me directly. So I had to create a concept that I felt like spoke to me and and my upbringing and my community and and much of the culture that we all grew up around uh, in in certain areas, um, or just pop culture in general, being born here in the States or or growing up here in the States, right? Like people love to tell you that your idea is dumb. It'll never work. You know, uh, who's that going to be marketed to? This, that, and the third. And then all of a sudden when it works, everybody's congratulating you, patting you on the back, right? They thought life as a gringo was a stupid idea, you know, and shit, some people still do, but here I am doing it, you know, full time. Here I am touching people on a regular basis, you know, building this community. I know you guys are out there. I hear from a lot of you on Instagram and, and uh, in the, the, you know, comments or whatever it is in in different places that you're, you're checking out the podcast. Like I know we're doing something real, that is 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 helping people. That is making people feel seen. You know, so you can't allow yourself to get caught up in the naysayers or the negativity of people who say shit like, uh, you know, oh well, if it was it's such a good idea, somebody else would have done it. No, that's that's again a losing mentality, and and those are the people who, when something comes out that uh, is similar to an idea they had, they think to themselves, I had that idea two years ago. I can't believe it. Well, it's like because you didn't take action on it, right? And we've all been there, by the way. I've had plenty of ideas that I never took action on. All of a sudden, I see somebody else fucking doing it and I'm mad at myself, right? So don't, don't allow yourself to, to get lost in the, the idea that, oh, you know, you have this sort of mountain that you have to climb because nobody's ever done it before. Like, those are the things that generally make the biggest impact and and lead to some sort of life-changing experience for you, myself included, when it comes to the world of podcasting with Life as a Gringo, and now Street Stoke, you know? continuing on that that journey of climbing the mountain not knowing exactly where the top is but but having the faith and knowing that you know uh, if i'm doing something that seems scary or people are unsure of or have never seen before i'm probably on the right path if my goal is to make a large impact uh, on my community and and inspire them to to think beyond uh, you know the four walls that they grew up in or or the, the limited ceiling that many of our families kind of placed over us uh, in, in growing up. Now, with that in mind, I, I kind of want to dive into one of the concepts that I touched on in the first episode, the idea of focusing on what you can control, because I think it just goes hand in hand with this idea of if you don't see it, create it, right? So we'll, we'll do that in our For the People in the Back segment. But first, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. This is Neil
1: Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app,
2: Apple Podcasts, or
1: wherever you get your
2: podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the gangster chronicles.
5: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast.
4: Say a lot for the people in the back. Say a lot for the people in the back.
3: Say a lot for the people in the back. All right, so on the first episode of of the podcast, I, uh, I I focus on this idea of from Stoicism of of focusing on what you can control, and in it I I reference uh, a couple quotes I think from from Epictetus and uh, and and from uh, from Jay Z and and Brand Nubian, and I'm not gonna get super into the exact quotes because I want you to listen to the episode and you can kind of hear me and my flow state when it comes to diving into these ideas, but. You know, pulling the quote from from Brand and it was a song called "Love Me, or Leave Me Alone." They were talking about the idea that they are their own king, right? He, the 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 bar is like, "I am my own king," and I, I can't remember everything around it, but it's the idea that you are the one in control, essentially, right? Like you are the one in power, and and in in that those lines that I, I reference, uh, he talks about the idea of like either you're gonna follow me or not, but I'm I'm doing what I do. You know, whoever follows follows me, essentially, right? And and I reference the. The line from Jay-Z, who I think borrowed from that song, and says, either love me or leave me alone, right? Like, that, that whole concept of of just sort of doing your thing and then letting the chips fall where they may fall, right? It's it's incredibly important because I think, just like I kind of referenced in in when it comes to the negative people, when you're trying to conceptualize something that's never been done before and people are telling you, yo, you can't do that. You know, somebody else would have done it. Somebody smarter than you would have created that if it really was something people wanted to hear or see, right? And at the end of the day, you can't control what your parents think of of your ideas, uh, you know, your friends, your spouse, the outside world. You can't control that, right? I can't control if I put out this podcast and and nobody listens to it, right? Like Like there's only but so much I'm in control of. I can create... The best content I possibly could, I can promote it to the best of my ability. I can make sure that, you know, I'm showing up each and every episode on top of my game and that uh, my, my, my team behind me is is releasing all the episodes on time and, and and all of that stuff. But that's that's all that I'm in control of. I can't force people to go and hit the download button on the podcast app, right? And I can't force people to like the content that I'm putting out there, even if I think it's incredible. That's where it ends, right? I can't convince you to fuck with what I'm saying. Either you do or you don't. And that is the, the central idea of focusing on what you can control. I think we're all so caught up you know, in trying to control the outcome and to have a positive outcome that we forget that we're literally putting all our energy on the one thing that we don't actually have any control over, right? And then the product, the quality suffers. are authentic self, uh, you know, is is not stamped in the thing that we're creating as deeply as it as it should be. Right. And as I've learned, as I have talked about here on this show, the more authentic I've become, the more vulnerable, the more I let people in, the more I find, you know, others being drawn to me, the more success that I've found. Right. And and if I was worried about people judging me and, and I have been and that held me back for a long time. But currently, if I was worried about people judging me, if I was worried about you know, um, embarrassing myself, I wouldn't be making the sort of impact that I'm making. I wouldn't be building this community that we're we're all a part of right now. And and I just think it's important to to keep that keep that in mind, right? Like you're you're only in control of of but so much in this world and and in this life. And then even beyond that, you know, like revisiting that line, love me or leave me alone. Like, don't be a person who's trying to convince others to be a part of your life or be a part of what you're doing, right? And I say that as somebody who, who has done that for a very long time where I had an idea of who is the quote-unquote cool kids, the cool group that I wanted to be in business with and, and um, that I wanted to, you know, appreciate my art, the people that I was hoping would fuck with what I was doing. And I spent and wasted a lot of time trying to convince those people when there were other people around me who maybe didn't, uh, you know, look like I pictured or come from the same background as I pictured or have the same interest or whatever it might be that, that I had created in my mind. Uh, you know, they were actually fucking with me and I wasn't giving them the, the attention that, that they deserve at the end of the day. Right and uh one thing that's coming to mind when i want to clarify what i'm talking about is like i can remember wanting to be a part of um of of steve aoki's uh record label steve is a really big dj and they do like really kind of left of center music and, and diplo as well diplo had a record label and like my goal was to work with either one of them and i remember like just trying so hard to like uh you know format my music to sound like something they would fuck with and I would be pitching it to them. I would always be heartbroken because people from that camp didn't get it. And I felt like I wasn't cool enough. And, and the reality was, like, yeah, maybe they didn't get it, but I had other people who fucked with what I was doing. And if I just stayed in my lane and and kept doing what I was passionate about rather than trying to bend, you know, to to somebody else's interest, I probably would have accumulated more of a following and and enjoyed myself when it came to the the music production process and, and I think DJing as a whole. And as a DJ now I've kind of adapted that and it's been incredible for me. And I get to play gigs that I actually love doing rather than ones that uh make me miserable, but are the popular gigs, right? And and uh you know I'm kind of going off on a on a tangent of of this whole concept just because I think there's so much beyond, like so much behind this idea of focusing on on what you can control. Right. And the last example I'll kind of give you specifically when it comes to street stoke, is like I went through this imposter syndrome of being like are people going to judge me as a Puerto Rican dude talking about hip-hop right like are they going to tell me that I don't have any credibility that I'm not the person to host this show and uh and and whatever else comes along with it right and and I had to like check myself like I can't control that there's going to be people hating on me you know there's going to be people um who who feel like i don't have the credentials to do a show that has anything to do with hip hop you know and at the end of the day i can just focus again on on what i'm in control of of doing something that i love doing right like i grew up loving hip hop i know that i have a credential to speak on this because i know how inspired i've been by uh hip hop culture in 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 general right and and growing up around it as as somebody who grew up in the new york area you know so i know that that uh I'm I'm, you know, certified to, to speak on this. And at the same time, I'm just somebody who's passionate about it, regardless of, of my place in, in hip hop culture. I'm passionate about it. I, I'm listening to it. I, I get it. I'm inspired by it. So I'm going to speak on it, right? Like it's coming authentically to me. I love hip hop quotes. I love when people pull motivational quotes. I love listening to people like Nipsey Hustle and and watching their interviews and watching people like Fifty Cents interviews and and all of the above, right? And a part of me is still trying to convince myself and probably you right now that I have the credentials to speak on this, right? But that that again, like had I have given into that self-doubt, I would have maybe never conceptualized this show to the point that it's now out and it's um, another thing I'm putting out into the world that I'm passionate about that I get to do that I enjoy, right? Like I would have deprived myself from, uh, you know, not only the joy of doing something that I, I love and speaking about things that I, I love, but even, you know, in the most tangible sense, I would have denied myself another check, another way to, you know, build my, my generational wealth that I'm I'm hoping to achieve. I would have denied myself that just because I was concerned with if other people would think that I wasn't qualified to to speak on this, like, that's the most ridiculous notion to me as I say that out loud, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if I'm fucking, you know, uh, Charlemagne or DJ Envy or, or Ebro or anybody who's like, you know, certified hip hop royalty, like DJ drama, whoever it doesn't matter if I'm them. They're still going to have haters who hate on what they're doing and and tell them that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Right. And they're the most qualified people in this. You know, I can say that from working at the breakfast club. You still had people who told them they didn't know what the fuck they were talking about, even though they've been on the air for 10 plus years at this point and are amazing at what they do. Right. So you, you can't allow that fear of what others may say or may think to slow you down or to stop you. That's kind of the gist of what I'm saying here. And that's another example of focusing on what you can control. I cannot control the reception of certain people, the hate, the uh, opinions of other people. I just can control, you know, doing something that I enjoy, doing it to the best of my ability, and putting it out there to the world. Those are the only things of this that I can control, and that's what I'm staying focused on, rather than wasting my energy on on a bunch of shit that I can never change and a bunch of people whose opinions or minds um, I'll probably never change. Right. So, though, that's just a concept I wanted to to touch on, give you, uh, I guess, a taste of the show, but also tie in the idea of. If you don't see it created, I know I've talked about this before, but I thought it was kind of a good time to brush up on that concept. It's kind of one of the fundamental uh, commandments of, of life as a gringo, I feel like. Now, with that in mind, no Ask a Gringo on today's show. I'm, I'm a little, I'm coming off that vacation fog a little bit. Y'all. I forgot to, to do Ask a Gringo. We'll, we'll do it for next episode for sure. Um, but with that in mind, man, let's kind of tie everything we talked about today in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. But first, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back.
5: start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily
1: to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
2: delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the gangster chronicles
5: Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Time for conclusion soon.
3: Mm. All right, so I apologize if this episode felt like any sort of shameless self-promotion. Uh, obviously, I want you to go listen to the new podcast, but I also thought it was a great moment to sort of bring you into my life a bit. And I think one of the beautiful things about life as a gringo and what I hope you're getting out of it, and even if you're you're just, you know, listening to the podcast, or you follow me on social media, whatever it is, I, what I create, what I hope you're getting out of it is like an open door into somebody who is going through a lot of the same shit as you, but but trying to push themselves past it, trying to be a high achiever, trying to chase their dreams, trying to live their their best life, you know. And and I, I love to kind of give you an open insight into the the good, bad, and ugly of that, right? The struggles that I go through chasing that. I don't want to be one of these people who um, you know, pushes these these ideas of of a perfect life and and things that, you know, you think that once you begin to do the things you love, that there are, you know, you're no longer have any sort of self-doubt and you no longer are unhappy at times and things like that, right? And that's the goal of episodes like this one is to kind of really let you know my, my whole creative process and even where I'm at now and the insecurities that I have and the things that come up for me. And, and hopefully that motivates you to, to push yourself to, to chase after the things that you want to do. And I think the beautiful thing about this podcast is that you guys are growing with me you know, as, as the show grows, right? Like we're we're building something that that has never been been done or seen before. Um, and I get to connect with a lot of you on on social media who who hit me up at TJ Dramos. You know, I love talking to to y'all. And I'm I'm building some things. I'm planning on some things that we can connect even further, uh, beyond just the podcast, beyond just social media. But you know. We're all on this journey together of of personal growth and and development and trying to build a better life for ourselves and our family. And I always want to be able to bring you in on, 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 on how I'm doing that to hopefully motivate or inspire you and um and and again make you feel a little bit less alone if that that is the case, you know? And I I think that this concept that we're talking about today, if you don't see it created like that has to be something that runs through your head. Like, I want that to be ingrained in you because it's something I've begun to ingrain in myself where uh, the moment I realize I'm looking for something and I don't find it, I tell myself, if you don't see it, create it, right? And that like motivates me to, to be like, this is something I need to d- dive deeper into because I don't see anybody else doing it, but I know if I want it, if I'm looking for it, there has to be some other people out there who who want the same, Right and And that's what street Stoic is. That's what life as a gringo has been. That's what a lot of the the things that I'm working on right now are and And also again, trying to remind myself to just focus on what I can control, right? To stay in my lane to to not try and convince everybody to love me, right? and And I think that that has been one of the the biggest struggles of my life. And I think if I can push you towards one concept to really take away from everything we're talking about is, don't waste time on people who don't fuck with you or who don't get your vision, who don't want to get your vision. You know, like it's a waste of time trying to convince them. And, and trust me, one day they they will probably uh, come around once you're successful and your shit has, has done uh, everything you said it would. All of a sudden they're going to be telling people how they knew you. Right. But in the meantime, it's not worth having their energy around you. Like again, Jay-Z, love me, leave me alone. Like we're all so focused on trying to convince people of our value, of our worthiness, that we end up, you know, uh, missing what's directly in front of us, missing the the people or um, the opportunities that lie right in front of us that would bring us an incredible amount of joy and happiness. You know, I, I mentioned this in the first episode of, of Street Stoke, but like, you know, and this is like a business thing, but I think it applies in real life where the the writer Kevin Kelly talks about that a creative artist really only needs a thousand true fans to have a successful career that, you know, pays their bills and, and provides them a comfortable living. And I dive deeper in that in the podcast. If you want to hear about it, I think, uh, I don't know if I've talked about it on, on life as a gringo. It all begins to blur a little bit, but definitely street stoic episode one. I, I, I talk about this concept a bit deeper. Um, but it, it, again, it's the idea of of quality over quantity, right? And, and, you know, at the end of the day, understanding that you can never convince somebody who who doesn't want to to do something right and and you we waste a lot of energy a lot of time trying to do so be it romantic uh partners you know trying to convince somebody to love you um, trying to convince a a job to see your value trying to convince your parents to support you whatever it is we waste a lot of time and energy trying to convince people and at the end of the day we just need to start focusing on creating and building what we want to see and eventually people will come around or we will find the audience who has been looking for the same exact thing that we've been kind of salivating for and that's what i'm trying to build with street stalk that's what we've built with with man life as a as a gringo and uh and and the my little pony community built that with uh hold on i'm i'm actually going to look this up real quick uh, what what they call uh the the fans who bronies is what they call them and uh this is a real thing it's actually like a documentary about this and it's adult fans of my little pony and i don't know why this is such this is such a profound example for me i think just because it's something i do not fucking get whatsoever and if you watch any videos online about it it is the strangest thing i can't remember what some where i originally saw this i think somebody told me about this uh but but it just goes to show you, man, like don't be afraid to like try and, and put yourself out there for the things that you're interested in, no matter how weird they, they may be, because there's a fucking audience for everything out there, right? There's a community, a group of people, like-minded individuals for every weird idea, fetish, concept, whatever it is that you have. Like there's a community out there for you if you, you look hard enough and you actually begin to take action on your interest um and yeah i guess the the bronies the, the my little pony stands are are the uh the essence of what i'm trying to push with this idea of if you don't see it create it and also focusing on what you can control they look ridiculous right like there's no there's no way around that but they can't control my opinion all they can do is you know indulge in the thing that they love and uh and and, and then find their community as a, as a result right i think that's what we're all all searching for in our own way um I don't know what the fuck I was just talking about, to be quite honest with you guys. I had a a weird train of thought on that, but I hope that that inca- encapsulated everything in this episode. I hope that you guys go check out the Street Stoic podcast. I'm really excited about it. Like I said, it comes out Monday through Friday every single day. They are roughly between 10 to 15 minutes long, really quick episodes, just like a daily shot of inspiration for you to start your day. And I, I w- would love to hear what you think about it. Um, as always, man, if you can go subscribe to them, to the podcast, wherever you listen, rate it, review it, all that stuff. Leave some comments that is wildly helpful, especially right now as I'm trying to build this up as as my team, the whole uh, iHeart Michael Theta family is trying to build this up right now. It is incredibly important that you can help us out in that way of rating it, subscribing, reviewing it, all that good stuff. I would greatly appreciate it. And man, that's it. The street stoic wherever you find podcasts, Monday through Friday, quick little shots of inspiration for you to start your day. And I'd love for you guys to, to check this out. And I appreciate you checking out Life as a Gringo. Y'all have been amazing. Feels good to be back. I'll see y'all on, on Thursday for our Thursday Trends episode. Until then, stay safe. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network.